tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Escuchas ese rugido. Sientes la experiencia de poder. La emoción de la libertad. Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500. Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Hello, good afternoon. This is the Midday News. The news is live on Joy 99.7 in Accra, Love 99.5 in Kumasi, and over 30 affiliates across Ghana's 16 regions, including Radio Justice, Tamalo, Radio Pando, Pando, F. Fafa Radio Georgia and Jata FM Karaga. We are live on Twitter Spaces, Facebook live stream, and my Joy Online interactive app. The Midday News is sponsored by Petrosol, your clean fuel in full quantity. Petrosol, always a delightful experience. And Dura Plus Ghana Limited, producers of quality PVC and HDP pipes and water tank. Where Dura Plus goes, water flows. Coming up, locked out of school for being late after going for dialysis. We tell you about Kasim Belkis, whose single mother has to find 1,500 CDs for her weekly treatment. A situation her family says is unbearable. Why would I be going to school late? And the washmite, she doesn't understand. Sometimes you lock the gates. Why will you be an exception to come to school late? Mars, we build up to our thought leadership events focusing on Ghana's dialysis crisis. Also, please on manhunt for a lone robber who has been terrorizing residents of some affluent communities in Accra after CCTV footage of his activities emerged on social media. We'll hear from the residents who say the police is acting too late. You wake up, you don't even know who is next to be robbed. You don't know whose life is going to be taken also in this package, Minority in Parliament describes as provocative comments by the governor of the Bank of Ghana, who is said to have described them as hooligans. We have been very civil in our approach, and to have no meaner person than the governor call us hooligans is clearly provocative, and I have no doubt that uh, uh, going into 
the future. We might not be easily restrained. And there are no shortage, or there is no shortage of teachers in Ghana. Education minister says, declaring there are more than enough to deploy as the world max teacher state today. I'm so happy to observe that Ghana is one of the few countries in the world where there's no teacher shortage. We have a deployment challenge. We have so many people waiting in their wings to come and teach. We've got more and in sports. Ket Okreku will serve as president of the Ghana Football Association for the next four years after running unopposed at the elective congress. We'll tell you more later. And later in the bulletin. Seven private schools talk tough as they get special invitation to the National Science and Maths Quiz tomorrow. You know, even with the fear, we were able to overcome. How about without the fear? No, you don't find them as threats. Experts from S showdown one. We will give everybody a mind-blowing competition. We've got these and more with me, Bernice Abubeidulansa. This is Joe News, independent, fearless and credible. Thanks for your company. The details now. Kasim Bilkis is battling a kidney disease and goes for dialysis three times a week. Sometimes she's logged out of school for being late as a result of going for that procedure at the Upper West Regional Hospital. She's a child of a single parent and depends on the benevolence of family members to raise at least 1,500 CDs for her weekly dialysis. Correspondent Rafiq Salam met her at the regional hospital in Wa and reports for today's dialysis crisis series. 15-year-old Kasim Raiz Belkis, almost a year and a half ago, was diagnosed of kidney disease that requires her to do dialysis. My baby started rising and I came to the hospital for a checkup. I was diagnosed with a hepatic syndrome, kidney disease, and I was admitted here and transferred back to the Kolebukuchi Hospital, and I came back here to start the dialysis. Since she started going to the Upper Wasunia Hospital for the dialysis on June 15, she has been there 38 times, and this session requires at least 450 Ghana cities for the treatment. The amount of money involved is too colossal for a child of a single parent. Sometimes the courses take to 1,900, getting to 1,000, so just a single mother, she's managing, I'm proud of her. And her grandmother, Amamata Ibrahim, was almost in tears narrating the audio they go through to raise the money for the treatment. She has to depend on close family relations to foot the cost of the dialysis for the granddaughter. Every week. There are even times that we come for a session which is supposed to be 450 Ghana cities. But you end up by paying 700 Ghana cities. But we heard government says they want to increase. 450 Ghana cities we can't pay. And you want over 700 Ghana cities. Do you want to kill us? Ever since we started this dialysis, at least six persons have so far died because they cannot speak. Kasim Reis Belkis just finished junior high school and waiting for her results of the BCE. She recalled she was a perpetual latecomer and many occasions was locked out by the school security personnel 
at the gate. Having school guilty. Why would I be going to school late? And the watchman, he doesn't understand. Sometimes he will lock the gate. Why will you be an exception to come to school late? And you heard that report from Marfik Salamin Why? And we've been bringing you stories of how families of dialysis patients are struggling to pay for their weekly treatment. Last week, Friday, we interviewed Priscilla Santi. Two days later, she died. Here's a recap of that interview with Richard Kujunyako. The doctors told me I have to be on the machine. And I have to be on that machine either twice or thrice a week. My mom and dad do not have money either. We have become miserable. I am appealing to the government to help me live through this. Otherwise, I may die. And unfortunately, she did die. Well, there have been calls for treatment to be made accessible and affordable or even enrolled onto the National Health Insurance Scheme. But what is the most feasible way to go about this so the lives will be preserved? Well, we've put together an array of stakeholders to discuss this issue tonight. Our aim is to find a practical and permanent solution to the dialysis crisis in this country. Head of our health desk, Fred Smith, joins me in studio with more on this. Fred, so who are those who will be speaking at tonight's event? Well, Benis, it will be a prestigious gathering of all the, uh, of all the experts and uh, persons affected by this. In fact, all of us are affected. If it's not you, it will be someone you know. So we've brought together Kujoba for Ahenkra. He's, he has an end-stage kidney failure. He's been on the treatment for eight years. He needs three times a week, but he's been doing that twice a week. And sometimes he has to do one in a week. Uh, we have him. He's coming to the studio today. Thomas Vincent Khan, he's also a kidney patient. He's been on dialysis for about 10, uh, ten, uh, ten years. He'll be here to share his story as well. Perpetual Furiampofo is the president of the Ghana Registered Nurses and Midwives Association. She'll be here. And uh, then we have Dr. Titus Bay uh, Bayou. Until recently, the General Secretary of the Ghana Medical Association, uh, he'll be with us. Kwame Sapoensiedu, we know him. He's an advocate, uh, pharmacist by profession. He's a fellow with the CDD, and he's joining us for the conversation. Professor Samson Entry is president of the Kidney Association. James McKeon Amwa, he's a nurse, a senior nursing officer at the Renal Dialysis Unit of the Kolibu Teaching Hospital. And you know all of these things started from that facility. And the icing on the cake will be the uh, the presidential advisor on health, mm. uh, Dr. Anthony Insiasari, well, joining us for this conversation. Mm, and Fred, aside from finding solutions, we also want government to be, you know, very focused in finding a solution to this. How do we hope to do that? Well, the discussion will bring out two things. One government supports for those who are already in this situation but of course individually there are things we can do to reduce our risk of getting kidney problems mm. and all of these actions will be taken on board during this discussion to be moderated by Evan Spencer. And it will be happening at what time? Uh, 5 p.m. till 7 uh, live on Joy 99.7 FM on Joy News and we have the stream on manjoonline.com there will be other social media streams.
That's head of our health desk, Fred Smith. Let's now speak to ranking member on the health committee in parliament, Kwamnamenta Akando. Good afternoon. Thank you for your time. We know that you have been meeting the National Health Insurance Authority. We've heard from the WHO country rep who suggested uh, that kidney-related uh, diseases and, and, and treatment for them must be put on the National Health Insurance. What are you able to tell us uh, about the outcome of that meeting? Okay, let me say good afternoon to you, your listeners. Um, we rather met the management of Kolebu yesterday in the evening, not the National Health Insurance Authority. So if you care to know what really happened at the meeting... The well, we will be glad to know what happened in that meeting, sir. Okay, so we met the management of Kolebu yesterday in the evening, and these were the outcomes. Yes, it is true that they communicated to the public that they were going to adjust their fee from 380 Ghana cities to 365 Ghana cities. And um, we requested to know why didn't they pass through the parliamentary procedure. According to the CEO, that amount was not sanctioned by management. They went ahead to mention this, but I think it's not appropriate for me to put those names on air at the moment. And we also we were also surprised about the fact that although management had not sanctioned that fee, but the fee found its way in their system, their lens system. That was something we were so much surprised about. We also realized that some people had also paid that money already, but they told us that they had put measures in place to refund and this is what they are going to do any renal patient who has paid that money on his or her next visit will not pay any money again so we're then looking for the way forward we had a lot of discussions but what we realized was that collibut is specific the reason why the cost is going up and in fact it took us through what goes into the cost and after that, they were around 800 Ghana cities per dialysis. What we realized was that the machines they are using at the moment at Kolebu was not bought by government. Okay. So they had signed an agreement with a manufacturer of a dialysis machine. In that agreement, they have no option than to buy their regions from that particular manufacturer. So if you bought the machine yourself, and you are to buy a regent, let's say, at 300 Ghana cities, because of that agreement, they were buying the regents at, say, 400 or 500 Ghana cities. And that was what was inflating the cost? And that was one of the factors. We, we, so right. we requested to have a copy of that particular agreement. So in short, what we concluded on was that the CEO, together with his management, should come to parliament to meet the committee they indicated to us that the current fee is not sustainable. But we also disagreed with them that they passed on the 100% fee or charge to the, the renal patients. We appreciate your time this afternoon. That's Kwabna Mintakando. He's ranking member on the health committee, giving us updates uh, of a meeting between the committee and management of Kolibu over uh, the increase in the prices for dialysis, which was later reversed after public uproar.
We stay on health issues and this time on Joycelyn Yaokuma. She's a resilient breast cancer survivor who grappled with depression during her chemotherapy journey. It was the unwavering love and support of her children that gave her strength, inspiring her not only to persevere but to extend a helping hand to others in similar situations. Today, Joycelyn has founded the Sunflower Breast Cancer Support Group where she uses her story to uplift and empower fellow fighters on their journeys to recovery. The changes I had was just like, I had aged like 20 years my age. Mm. My whole hair was gone. At a point I was depressed. I gave up on myself. I locked myself in the room. I refused to go out and I just heard this voice that was like, so even if you die, why lock up yourself in the room and leave your kids out there? If, yeah. if it's one hour, why won't you have that moment with them yeah. so that they can cherish that moment? Back in Kolebo, every Tuesday and then Thursday, I go to the surgical chemo unit okay. and I share my story to encourage them that I've been through it. They should look at the transformation before and after and that there is hope. You heard Joycelyn Yalku, my critical care nurse, who's been sharing her story of survival with Inimwa Inim Adwon Strong and South. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. See, in October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. So we're bringing you more stories and sharing tips on how you can detect the disease early. Away from health issues, this afternoon, the police says it's on a manhunt for an unidentified lone robber who's been terrorizing residents of some affluent communities in Accra. CCTV footage of some of the robberies cited by Joe News show the suspect sneaking into people's homes, holding his victims at gunpoint and demanding monies and other valuables from them. We'll hear from the residents shortly, but last night the police issued a statement assuring that they are not only on the hunt for the suspect, uh, they're assuring that they are actually on the hunt for the suspect. Carlos Caloni has been following this for us in joins with details. Carlos, um, you've seen some of these videos. Give us more uh, descriptions of what you've seen. All right. In one of the videos I saw, I saw uh, a couple on, on their bed, in their bedroom, and the uh, suspect actually opened the window and then entered the room with a knife, you know, and the couple had to find a way to escape in that first video that I saw. 
And, and do we have any idea how many homes have been affected? All right. So according to the uh, resident and victims, they have been compiling the robberies from March 2022 and September 2023. They've had about 13 of robberies in that particular area. I mean, the affluent areas uh, we are talking about, uh, North Ridge, Cantonment, and all those areas. Mm, and what's the police been saying about this? All right, so somewhere in December, the police uh, made an arrest. Uh, they actually arrested the suspect and took him to court. But per what the resident have been saying, um, there were no uh, substantial uh, evidence to uh, put him to uh, jail, actually. So he was released in December. And they are not pleased with the police's actions. What have they been saying about that? Well, the residents are not happy. They believe that um, after one year on, the police is now issuing a statement to actually uh, speak on this issue. And the residents are not really, really happy with that. He comes in in a face mask, in a black face mask. And then he has this black um, is it a hat or something. So it only... It is very, very disappointing for the IGP to release a statement after a year and a half. I mean, it would have been enough if he released it immediately after. Uh, uh, yeah, he, he, he was, he was, his attention was brought to it. I, I'm, I'm sorry to say this, but I believe that had it not been for the pressures mounted on him by the social media family, I don't think he, something would have been done about it anytime soon. A color. So that's a, a victim of uh, one of these robberies of this lone robber we are, we are being told about by the police. But the police released a statement last night, right? Exactly. So uh, last night there was a statement. So according to the police, they said they would like to assure the public that the CCTV footages of a lone robber circulating on social media is a matter already being investigated by the police. And the police intelligence team have been working on the matter for some time now uh, to get the suspect arrested to face justice. And we will surely get him. Additional security measures have been uh, deployed in the affected communities to prevent similar incidents. Uh, so that's been the statement from the police uh, since last night. Thank you, Carlos. This is the Midday News on Joy 99.7 FM. To some other stories, now Minority Leader Dr. Cassie Alato-Folson says the governor of the Bank of Ghana, Dr. Ernest Addison's description of the minority as hooligans is a declaration of war. Dr. Addison is quoted by the international online portal centralbanking.com to have said in an interview that the NDC MPs who joined the protest to demand his resignation on Monday are hooligans who should have known how to better address their grievances. The MPs have accused the governor of mismanaging the economy, leading to the country's current crisis. But Dr. Addison's comments has uh, comments have infuriated the NDC MPs. Parliamentary Affairs correspondent Kuku Asante joins me with more. Kuku, what exactly um, has been attributed to the central bank governor? Well, Ben, it's according to the centralbanking.com, the bank, uh, the, the bank of Ghana governor described the protest as completely unnecessary. He also went on to say, quote, the minority in parliament have many channels to address their grievances in civilized societies, not through demonstrations in the streets as hooligans. He also went on to defend that record and historic loss made by the Bank of Ghana, explaining that impairment was simply due to some of the issues government faced this year. Okay, could the minority leader and his chief whip have given you statements on these comments? Yes, the minority leader told me that this is a declaration of war quote. He says, since he says peaceful protests are not civilized methods, we will not we will now deploy and go for the court on civilized way. The the minority chief whip said the coward 
was hiding in his rat hole, protected by his accomplices when we were looking for him. He came out beating his chest. The governor is so disappointed. We carried a very peaceful demonstration, but he should expect more action. Now, there are more reactions. NDC MP for Boku Central, Mahama Yariga, has described the comments as loose talk and provocative. He's warning there's even more coming to pile pressure on Dr. Ennis Addison and his deputies to resign. We have been very civil in our approach, and to have no meaner person than the governor called us hooligans is clearly provocative, and I have no doubt that uh, uh, going into the future, we might not be easily restrained when we come after the governor and his uh, deputies. We're very civil. We did everything uh, within the rules. We spoke to the police. We met the police. The police took us to court. We went to court. We complied. The demonstration was the most successful and peaceful. And after that, the Central Bank governor called for hooligans because we were being very nice. Well, I can assure him, and I've said it, since he has officially tagged us as hooligans, we will see how our future protests will look like. There are those who, who, who say that, I mean, this is like a declaration of war on the minority side because the governor did not mince words. He's officially tagged us as hooligans, so I'm saying that we will respond adequately. Clearly, the other ways that he says we can use, we are using them and he's not being responsive. So can you blame us if we resort to public protest? He has no explanation for what he's doing. He has no explanation for uh, the way that he has destroyed the finances of the country. And so he can begin to speak the way that loosely, the way that he's speaking. But I can assure you that we will meet him in equal terms. NDC MP for Boku Central, Mahama Yariga, speaking to my colleague Kweku Asante. This is the Midday News on Joy 99.7 FM, our top story. Locked out of school for being late after going for dialysis. We told you the story of Kasim Belkis, whose single mother has to find 1,500 CDs for her weekly treatment. Still to come, there is no shortage of teachers in Ghana, Education Minister says, declaring there are more than enough to deploy as the world marks Teachers Day today. I'm so happy to observe that Ghana is one of the few countries in the world where there's no teacher shortage. We have a deployment challenge. We have so many people waiting in the wings to come and teach. Budgets are tight and money difficult to come by. You want to be sure you get the best value for your money. These are not times to be spending money fixing expensive engine problems because of cheap fuel and lubricants. Drive to a petrol source station today and buy your quality fuel and lubricants and rest assured of fuel that lasts long and lubricants that prevent expensive engine problems. Hear the sound. <laughs> petrol source. Clean fuel. In full quantity. It's a Golden Jubilee celebration. The Ghana Association of Medical Laboratory Scientists mark 50 years of breakthroughs and innovation in healthcare. Under the theme, 50 years of medical laboratory services impact on healthcare delivery systems in Ghana, prospects and challenges, this 50th anniversary will be marked as follows. Day 1, October 13th. Grand Deba at the Accra International Conference Centre. Day 2, October 14th. Association activities at the National Secretariat site, Kaswa. Also, there will be book launch, dinner and awards night in the month of November. For sponsorship and enquiries, contact the event organiser on 0244-360413 or the GAM Secretariat on 0558 
0242-152-1561. Comes service to humanity. For staying here on Joy 99.7 FM on the midday news, it's now time for sports. Mubarak and Kato Kreku. Uh, yeah, another four years for he's the big GFA man. GFA president again. Yes, elect. Uh, yes, running unopposed. Okay, he secured 117 votes out of the 120 delegates present at the elective congress in Tamale. Our man on the ground, Razak Musbao, monitored the proceedings and has this report. But Mr. Kerti Kreku has been duly sworn in for a second term as president of the Ghana Football Association after pulling 117 votes in the elections which took place here at the Global Dream Hotel in Tamale. Also, five representatives from the Ghana Premier League were elected onto the executive council, among which include the former Black Stars coach Kosi Apia and Dr. Randy Abe, who is the chief executive officer of Heart of Lions. Frederick Champon was another. Kinsley Osei was also elected and Nana Odro Safo making the five. Three from the Division One League were also elected amongst which include Mark Ado was elected and Gideon Fish was elected and Mr. Eugene Nogo Amu was also elected as representative on the executive council. One from the Women's Premier League, Mrs. Gifty Owarimensa was also elected onto the executive council to steer the affairs of Ghana football for the next four years. So, Benes, there will be more on the Joy News channel at 2 p.m. today on Sports Today. We definitely join you, Mubarak. Now, Minister for Education, Dr. Yaose Duchum, says there is no shortage of teachers in Ghana. Media reports have shown schools, mostly in rural areas, having no teachers. On speaking at the 2023 Ghana Teacher Prize Ceremony in Takrade, Dr. Duchum explained the absence of teachers in some schools is due to deployment issues. I'm so happy to observe that Ghana is one of the few countries in the world where there's no teacher shortage. We have a deployment challenge. We have so many people waiting in the wings to come and teach. You may go to an urban classroom where there are two teachers in the classroom and you go to Sabzugu and we have a shortage. I'm happy that Dr. Nkansa has committed that we're going to ensure that this deployment challenge it's no longer the case in the next few months. If there's a need to pay transfer grants, we'll pay it so that teachers can go to the places that need them the most. And we can forever put to rest this illusion that there's a shortage when there's no shortage. There are so many people who are waiting to be posted, to go and teach. And when we get clearance, we do that. We are one of the few countries in the world where you can get a hundred teachers today if you want them. So our universities have done a good job, but we need to do a better job in the deployment process. And we are going to do just that. Dr. Duchem also described as inaccurate claims that the education system is being destroyed under President Ekufuado. Sometimes we don't do ourselves a favor. We are worst enemies. Worst enemies in the sense that if you look at the work Nanado Dankoku Fuadu has put into education, somebody can look at you, say with a straight face that he has done nothing. So these days I do evidence-based communication. 
No green book wahala. I'll show you what we've done. So I told them to do me a favor. Show me a few things so that the people who are gathered here will see the enormity of the task, what has been accomplished, so that we live here knowing that Ghana's education system is on the right track. You had the Education Minister, Dr. Yao Osei Edujum, speaking at the Ghana Teacher Prize Ceremony in Takradi to commemorate World Teacher Day today. In 2018, the cause the Santa set on the Akatechees of Opokuwari School, defeating them to qualify to the one-eighth stage of the National Science and Maths Quiz. Sunrise Christian SHS is back into the competition with six other private schools. Emmanuel Bright Quirku has been interacting with some of the contestants who are promising to cause greater upsets this year. Sunrise, ethanoic acid exhibits the same molar unit in the vapor phase as in an aqueous phase. False. It's false. Over the years, the whole base school has proven their worth in the competition after toppling the likes of Holy Child School and Kumasi High School in 2021. This year's contestants could be no different as they promise a mind-blowing showdown. For this competition, we are taking each competition one after the other. And for our first competition, we expect from us a showdown one. We will give everybody a mind don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 